You're listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. I'm your host, Adam Rosen. I'm a fellowship-trained, board-certified orthopedic surgeon who specializes in knee replacement. Here I'll talk to you about common knee complaints and other orthopedic issues. We'll cover other important health-related topics, all of which are meant to helpfully answer some of your questions and help improve the quality of your life. Thanks for listening, and on with the next episode. Hello and welcome back. This is Adam Rosen, and you're listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. So on today's episode, I want to talk to you about two very, very old uh, forms of exercise that you can do um, that have been shown to be very helpful. We're going to talk about both um, Tai Chi, um, which also... And you know, and as an American, I'm not 100 percent sure on the the appropriate, but I've heard and been told it's been pronounced both Tai Chi uh, as well as Tai Gi, um, and another one which is similar, um, which is called Qigong, which is similar but different. And we're going to talk about the differences in the two. So, you know, are are they good? Are they healthy? Um, are they an important thing for you to incorporate? Will they help you? And, and the answer, for the most part, for most people, yes. Even the National Institutes of Health um, looked at this, and, and they concluded that looking at these forms of exercise, that they can improve your flexibility, strength, balance, and stability in older patients, especially those with Parkinson's disease. And you've even heard, um, or you may may have not have heard, um, but a lot of things prior to COVID um, that had started and were showing a lot of promise with patients with Parkinson's were boxing classes. Um, so you know, this is along that similar sort of mantra of an exercise program that can help you, uh, and it's not super high impact, and it's something that you can do to improve multiple facets of your life. The NIH also found that it can reduce back pain and pain from knee arthritis, you know, ding, ding, our thing that we talk about over and over again, knee arthritis and ways to prevent pain. And the NIH also found that it was able to improve patients' quality of life especially in people with heart disease, cancer, and chronic illness. So huge, huge numbers of health benefits from these two types of activities. So when we talk about Tai Chi, this is an ancient Chinese exercise. Um, it originated in the martial arts, and in based on history, um, it appears that it originated in China during the Song Dynasty. This is 960 AD-ish. Um, and what it is is a series of slow movements combined with deep breathing. But these exercises are not repeated. It's a form. So this is definitely a lot more difficult to learn. Um, it is low impact. There's no special equipment needed. Uh, but the forms, because they're complex, it's not as easy to pick up. Um, now, it's been also termed meditation in motion or shadow boxing. And the idea is that these movements can stimulate the flow of vital energies or vital chi throughout your body. So in my neighborhood, um, when I walk the dog in the morning, um, there's a few couples that I always see out there. And sometimes they do Tai Chi and sometimes they do Qigong. And, you know, a long time ago, I wasn't really sure what the difference was. So when you see these fluid movements of one posture into the next posture into the next posture, that is Tai Chi. When you see Qigong, it's more commonly these repeated postures. So, so Qigong, for the most part, is a little easier. Um, you can do this sitting or standing. So if you're older and have balance issues, you can do a lot of these exercises in the sitting position. 
Again, it's a lot less complex. It's a lot more adaptive. It's a lot easier to learn. And this has been termed life energy work, or it's been considered a healing art because it's a number of repeated movements where you'll repeat the same movement, you know, seven, nine times or more and work on the breathing as you do it. And the movements are not as specific or particular. You know, with Tai Chi, the movements, even the hand and wrist position, everything is very, very specific, very poised and posed. Um, Whereas with Qigong, you have a little bit more laxity and leeway to kind of do things based on what your body may or may not be able to do. Now, you can go and buy books and you can read books and figure it out. I think in this day and age, a lot of people would just flip on YouTube. um, And I would encourage you just to see if you like it. You know, go to YouTube. There's a number of videos for both Tai Chi and Qigong that you can find. And I'll put a a few links of ones that I've tried and used um, in the show notes so you can kind of, you know, click on those. If you're going to do Tai Chi, more importantly, that is where I would strongly recommend is taking a class, getting an instructor. It's a lot more difficult to learn that on your own. Um, The first time I experienced it, um, we were away and they did offer um, a class. And local people um, who took this class at the exercise um, fitness center, you know, they had, they came on a regular basis. So they were working with the instructor. I'm a newbie and, um, man, it was hard. And, you know, I was really amazed because not only was it hard mentally to remember all the different postures where my hand and wrist position is, but, you know, definitely, you know, worked you in a very different way. Um, and, and I found it was a very, very good form of exercise, not having the ability to have classes here at an instructor. I'd never really continued with it. Um, but I found that, you know, Qigong's a nice thing. Um, especially, you know, you can get old family members and young family members in front of the TV and do a series of exercises. And it's a great way just to kind of stretch and loosen up and get breathing exercises done. And especially when stress levels are high is bring stress levels down. So two exercises that you should really consider looking into, um, if you haven't tried it as before with any exercise, um, I do not know you or your health status. So before you try a new exercise or exercise program, you can always check with your healthcare provider and make sure that these exercises would be safe for you to do. But for the most part, if you can and you continue to do them and practice them, uh, you will be able to gain all of these great health benefits that can come from both of these activities going forward, both Tai Chi and Qigong. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. I'm Adam Rosen, and you've been listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. Until next time, stay safe. Thanks for listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. If you've not already done so, please subscribe so you'll be notified of future episodes. And if you enjoy what you're hearing, please take the time to leave a review. It helps other people like you find the show. I'm your host, Adam Rosen, and until next time, stay safe.